he's going to intentionally trigger you. Like he's going to try to get a reaction or a response out of you over and over and over. A toxic person is trying to do this to be able to maintain control, dominance, and power over you. If you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel trying to help liberate and show people how to be free from narcissistic abuse. Sometimes trying to break it down from the narcissist perspective so that you can actually see and understand the crazy making that you're going through. You need to understand a narcissist oftentimes will intentionally bring you to the place of triggering you. And when he's doing this, it's for a couple different reasons. So if we break this down, we look at this in a couple different ways. Once you understand, first off, he will trigger you. It's not a question of if, if it's going to happen. It's more of when. When is this going to happen? And typically the whole goal with this piece of a trigger is going to be to create either a reaction or to create a response. Now, typically, you're not giving a response because typically the response would be calculated, would actually say, hey, this is what I feel, this is what I think. A reaction is just boom, like it's happening like super fast because of what he's putting you under, how he's making you feel, the crazy making that's happening, the, the gaslighting, the love bombing, the future faking, the lies, the cheating, you name it, all that stuff is meant to be able to create a reaction. Now, sometimes the narcissist is purposely doing this in order to appear or act a certain way. <clears throat> like he's trying to be able to come across in order to get a reaction out of you so you look like the crazy one and he looks like the sane one. You're going to see this so many times when he's trying to make you believe that you're at fault. Have you ever had the narcissist look at you and say, I think you're the narcissist. I think you're abusive. Because sometimes the narcissist will respond in a way to try to get a reaction out of you try to intentionally poke and prod you to be able to get the reaction that he desires. Now, oftentimes when we're talking through this piece of reaction, the narcissist is typically looking at how do I actually make sure that I either control or establish dominance. Now, with this, he's trying to be like, how do I actually make sure that I'm in control over you? Like, how do I make sure that whatever happens, I can actually say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to come across. This is how I'm going to act. This is what I'm going to say to make sure that I either have control or dominance over you. You need to understand the majority of the times the narcissist is trying to have this dominance over you to make you feel less than or to make you feel subservient to the toxic person. We see this all the time. Now, oftentimes he's trying to get to a place where he's intentionally making it happen. Have you ever had one of your kids or a kid that you know that's like kind of like annoying at times, right? Where, where all of a sudden they're doing something. You're like, hey, don't do that. And they're testing you. They're like, ah, but let me get really close. You'll see this a lot of times with just something like simple and annoying of like, hey, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. But that person's really close, right? Like they're trying to be able to do something to get a response, to get a reaction from you. You're going to see that with kids. Sometimes they want that attention. They think it's funny. Like there's a lot of different reasons behind it. But when we're dealing with a narcissist, typically they're looking for a certain type of reaction from you. A reaction that still puts them in control of their feelings, their emotions, and you out of control. Have you seen this? A lot of times a narcissist will get to a place where he's intentionally trying to trigger you. Now, there's going to be other times that you're going to be dealing with triggers no matter what. And if you step down this journey of the healing process, you're going to have to deal with triggers as a whole anyways. So when we're talking through the aspect of triggers, I want you to be able to think of when we deal with triggers, what are they? Okay. In reality, they could be just about anything. Okay. But it might be a place. 
that you guys used to go to, a restaurant that you used to see. It might be another person. Okay, it might be how this person talks, how they walk, how they act, how they interact. It might be something like this that's actually triggering you to be like, whoa, wait a second. Okay, you could even be a trigger that's just an emotion, like a certain type of emotion, a certain type of feeling, a certain type of fight, flight, uh, like response that happens that puts you back into a triggered state. You're going to see this oftentimes with music. Music is huge because it has emotion tied into it. You're going to hear a song that comes on or, or plays on your Spotify, and all of a sudden it sends you back to a place that you don't want to be. Triggers can really just be about anything because there's something that produces this emotional response, these feelings that kind of well up and lead you to a place typically of a reaction or response. Now, the thing is, how do you actually work on making sure it's a response? This is where it gets hard. Oftentimes it becomes a response when we start looking at what are the actual facts that are going on versus how do I feel about it. Oftentimes we look at dealing with facts and feelings completely opposite of what we typically should. Well, let me explain what I mean. When we're dealing with this piece of facts and feelings, oftentimes people are like, I feel, therefore here is the facts. Okay. Now, Logically, we know, hey, that doesn't really make sense. It doesn't technically go that way. I feel bad, so I must be bad. You know, I feel happy, so I must be happy. Like there's there's emotions and feelings that kind of mix into it, but sometimes people base their facts off of their feelings versus if we say, hey, what are the facts of the situation? And then how do I feel about those facts? It completely flips the frame. But a lot of times people inside of toxic relationships, they're so used to feeling and ignoring the facts that their feelings start driving the facts. Well, I feel like I love this person, so I want to be with them longer because maybe it'll work out. Maybe he'll stop abusing me. Maybe he'll stop cheating. Maybe he'll start to be honest. And so the feelings start to drive the actual facts versus the facts of, hey, he's still cheating. He's still lying. He's still not prioritizing me. Okay, how do you feel about that? All of a sudden it flips it. This is sometimes what we have to walk people through because if you don't understand the facts about the situation and then how you feel about it, you're going to lie to yourself. You're going to skew the facts so that it feels better because if we're just operating on this place of feelings and emotions, it's like, okay, well, what do I have to believe to feel better? Instead, we're not trying to make you feel better or feel worse. We're trying to have you deal with the facts because that's the only way you can actually move through it. So many times people are looking in their healing process of how do I move past this as quick as possible. And we'll typically find two different types of people. We'll find someone who wants to heal fast. And then oftentimes it's like, these are the like the quick service people. Like they're just like, let me have it fast, fresh, ready right now. Let me just have my healing. Give it to me, that kind of thing. And oftentimes there's this, we'll, we'll draw it out like this. There's a barrier here. Okay, we'll say there's this wall. And they're standing over here and they're like, okay, what do I have to do? What is the shortcut to be able to jump over it? What's the shortcut to be able to dig under it? What's the shortcut to be able to say, I'm going to go all the way around it, but not actually go through it. That's the piece that I don't want to do. Okay. Oftentimes you'll find the person who's so much interested in dealing with this like fast food healing of let me just go get through the pain by going around under, like avoiding it, being like, nope, let me just go in the opposite direction. I'm healed this way. And it doesn't do anything. Okay, then you have the person who's actually committed to healing. And when we're talking about this, we've got this person who's willing to, instead of going all the other different directions, they're willing to actually face this wall. Okay, this could be a trigger at this moment, dealing with different emotions. This could be a pain. 
This could be the trauma. This could be a lot of different things that have to be dealt with. But instead, they actually are running towards and walking through this wall. Does it make it easy? No, not at all. It makes it super hard. But piece by piece, we actually work on peeling back layers of this wall so they can actually break through. And when they break through, they step, step out on the other side being a totally different person, being stronger, being more confident, having more clarity about who they actually are, the direction they want to go. And the accomplishment of actually working through that is huge. Sometimes people don't have this sense of self-esteem and confidence because they've never had to work through the hard stuff. They've avoided it, compartmentalized it, like disassociated it. They've, they've moved all around it and all past it versus moving through it. So I want to ask you today, when you face the pain, the trauma, the triggers, are you trying to avoid it or are you actually willing to go through it? Deal with it, knowing that if you deal with it, that is the best and technically even the fastest way that you will heal because you're actually dealing with the problem versus running away or running around the problem. I need you to understand that. Those are the people that I work with. They don't work with people that are just interested in the fast food healing. They're like, hey, let me just dump and let me not actually take action. Let me just talk about it and let me not actually get clear with the pain that I'm dealing with. Those are the people that I can't help. We try, but we can't. And so we've had to get really clear of the people that we work with are these right here. The ones that are committed to their healing and they're willing to work through the triggers, the pain, the trauma, knowing that if they actually do this, they will come out on the other side transformed. If that's you today and you actually want to do this and you want to partner with me, let me walk you through how I actually do this. Go to rawmotivation.com slash breakthrough to be able to learn more about how I partner with you to walk you through this healing journey. 